0: And nothing for blame. Savior takes me away. question we brought up okay is it racism is it racism which how, is tough it is how many times have you <laughs> you've been in this situation and <laughs> and i, I know for, for for my brother and i we're just not that that Outspoken, Like, oh, man, that's racist. Get out of my face. You know, we're, we're not those type of people. We got to wave it over. We got to think it over a little bit. Was that racist? Well, and
1: we've it, been in places where we've been outnumbered. Yes. Um, Are you thinking of St. Louis? I'm thinking of St. Louis Grand and in the City, chessboard, Grand City, Grand Illinois. City, Illinois. <laughs> I'm thinking playing chess in that room. <laughs> and the two boys behind me playing chess. And instead of a rook, he's got a little uh, checker. And he goes, man, this board's nigger rigged. And I'm the only nigga, <laughs> so I look around and I go, "Do I say something? <laughs> should I? Should I correct him?" Uh, oh, man, was it even racist? I mean, this is just something okay. he's heard. He didn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah. Was that racist? Mm. Same city, different story.
0: <laughs> uh, eighth grade, junior high, walking down the hallway, and in front of me is uh, my gym teacher. And a white student with his pants, you know, below his hips. And gym teachers, put your pants up. You look like a damn nigger. <laughs> teacher, <laughs> a teacher. Yes, the gym teacher said this. I'm looking around like, you know, there's nobody who looks like me around. So this is okay. You know, I I can't make a scene because this is coming from my teacher. Now the scariest. Now, now one. this case is okay. a, a little bit more of a a clear case
1: of yes, that was racist, but. But we were also in that same place. And even here, coming here, there was a lot of people who would tell me nigger doesn't mean black. black. Yes. It means ignorant. ignorant person. Yes. I've heard Anchor. that. And I would always go, I ain't never heard none of y'all call each other niggers." <laughs> <laughs> and I know some of you are ignorant. Uh, uh, ignorant won't get you punched in the face. You <laughs> <could>. <laughs> but who can who can afford to punch somebody in the face? You know what I mean? If you're going to keep your job I agree. and feed your family, you can't punch somebody in the face. If you're going to be up for promotion, you can't punch somebody in the face. So I think this this underlying thing where we always go, well, one day you're going to say it to somebody who is ready to lose their job. And also, I think, you know, we, me and you are different because <laughs> we, ain't that different. we
0: well, we grew up watching Roots and. <laughs> Mom, you know, every time it came on TV, we'd end up watching. It seems like every year, and that word resonated with me. It it was powerful, you know. Hearing somebody called a nigger, it, it it evoked an emotion in me, and I didn't know how to handle it. So I will say that you know, from fourth grade on up to I think the last time I got suspended from school was eighth eighth grade because of that word. It 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 caused a reaction from me that I
1: I wanted to fight when I heard that word I don't think that's unique man I don't think it's unique I don't think I don't think it was bred into you because we were exposed to certain media I think that word is used to label a group of people ignorant and that group of people tends to have our skin tone Mm. and it hurts because we don't feel ignorant and what's worse is like most families if you accrue enough wealth your family goes, don't screw this up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y- like, yes. we, we, you know, dad, mom, like, you know, one generation back, we were poor. Two generations, we were slaves. <laughs> you keep your job, you get your yeah, education. Yeah.
0: I think I think you shut you know, your mouth. Once I got to high school, I think I realized that, you know, fighting is not a good reaction no. because in the end I get suspended from school.
1: Right. You gonna lose. Yes. Yes. And so there's a whole lot of it doesn't matter what they say. You get past it and get what you need. Mm. And the only time that somebody fights back is when they go. What I've got is not worth the insult. Hmm. And what makes it worse is now we're relying on the folks in our communities who have the least to do the greatest amount of fighting. Mm, I agree because they can go to jail, they can uh, afford to get suspended. But I can't because I got I got to stay in this AP course because I'm the only black kid in the AP course. Mm. So I can't I got to let this guy use this use the N word on me. But I don't think it's I don't think it's a unique piece. So is that why? They get a different reaction
0: using the word on different people. I, don't I, think, I think Atlanta did an episode on this Atlanta where, did. where, you know, Earn, who, who <laughs> you know, grew up with majority white schools, even I think at one time he went to Princeton. Mm-hmm. Guy was telling him a
1: story, used the N word, and Earn, he thought a second, and is it okay? How do, I, how do I combat this particular instance? We, we've seen that pause. We've experienced that. I, yes, I have. I have. <laughs> but then a, a, he got in front of Paperboy. Who, who is a more hardcore rapper. And he's got to live on his reputation. Yes. of Not taking things. So part of his money is tied into being tough enough not to let somebody do it. Whereas Earn's reputation is I've got to make these business moves. Yes. <laughs> I've got to interact with these people. I've got to interact with these folks. But I don't have Paperboy didn't have to interact with him. And in fact, if it gets out that Paperboy let something like that slip, there goes his ability to make money. Mm. So the the character that was using the N-word inappropriately was more careful around Paperboy than yes, he was around. He's not willing to use the word in
0: right. the same story.
1: And so that's some of the hope we, we often have is that they'll put themselves in front of a Paperboy and that we can remain ourselves urns. But I don't think that is something that should be allowable. It's better, especially because we're, we're raising kids who are going to have to live in this mixed society. What words have we taught our children to combat that? And so I'll give you an example of what's happening in the middle schools. The kids, some kids are putting on their phones the sound of a whip. I heard this. And when they'll pass by other students, they'll crack like a slave whip so what ways can I empower my daughter now right now what I'm doing is exactly what was given to me listen girl you better (laughs) you you hush up (laughs) and you get to class and you do well in class and you do better than you need to and you just take it and move on Hmm. and the administration and the teachers at the school are telling my daughter don't do that You, you speak up when those things happen and so now she's kind of caught because I'm telling you, you don't speak up. You shut up and you go to class and you get your education and you get your master's degree and you get your job. How do we empower my daughter to speak up to the right people, to speak to that person? And what words can she use to, to draw that out? What do I wish I had said to that guy playing checkers?
0: Oh, man, that's a tough one. It is because I, I even, you know, in high school, I've, I feel like I've been in a situation where I was kind of groomed so that they could use that word later on mm-hmm. Brian you know you're the cool guy you know I can say stuff around you or you're you act you're whiter than I am and 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 I know it's coming eventually where they've they're they're building themselves up so they're comfortable enough where they can use the n-word around me that's I, but, I don't, oh man and I don't know. It, it's a tough one because even in that situation, I wasn't OK with it, but I I wasn't willing to speak up. I don't
1: think I've ever been willing to speak up in those instances either. I've been I don't think I've gotten to the point where they've gotten comfortable enough to use it in front of me. But I've gotten to the point where they decide to de-black me, mm. where, where they go, oh, boy, you're smart. You know <laughs> what? You're not like the black people. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the black people I know. <laughs> You know, I and I, I I think that's one of the things that really hurts is it feels like anytime someone shows intelligence outside, they get de blacked. So they go, man, the black people cause all the crime. Well, I'm not a criminal. Well, you're not like the black people. You know what? <laughs> well, of course the black people cause all the crime. The only people you count as black are criminals. Or the ones that you see on TV. Or the ones that you see on TV. Do you really know any black people?
0: <laughs> I know you. <laughs>
1: Mm, and I just de-blacked you. (laughs) So that one's, that's a tough one. How do we empower our kids? And then the other question is, and because some of them are getting better, how do we continue to empower and support our allies? Because I have seen white people stand up for minorities in spaces fairly effectively. Like saying things like, You're racist, like something I would never like. I didn't know you could just call somebody racist uh, because when a black person calls someone racist, it doesn't feel real or effective. But when another white person calls somebody racist, it's like, oh, I guess you are. (laughs) It's like getting that verified check on Twitter. (laughs) I have seen white people use their abilities to do that, and I know it costs them. Hmm. And I don't know how to support those allies. I also don't know how to become an ally for the other groups that are coming up. Like, I don't know how to properly support LGBTQ+. plus. I don't know how to support indigenous folks. And some of it is exposure. I've never uh, met an indigenous person. All of my understanding comes from television. But I, I think you do
0: a good job of... Vocalizing discrimination. You know, when people become fixated on the bathroom issue in the LGBTQ community, you ask yourself, why? <laughs> <laughs> why does this bother you so much? You're, you're bringing up hypotheticals. You know, what if a guy walks into the bathroom with my three year old in there and he's, you know, a 40 year old man who thinks, who acts like a woman he goes in the women's bathroom
1: it's a big hypothetical I guess and mm-hmm. what well, even because there are two ways I would question about that so if a man 40 year old man stomach starts bubbling <laughs> sweating it's happening <laughs> runs into the ladies room hops on the first open toilet shuts the stall door lets it loose Ain't nobody prosecuting that guy, (laughs) you know what I mean? He clearly did something wrong, Yeah. but ain't nobody prosecuting that guy. But same story, female goes into a ladies room. There's a little kid on the stall. She peeks over the stall and looks at her while she's doing her business. Somebody should prosecute that person. So I think just entering spaces shouldn't make you culpable or criminal. The intention which you would enter those spaces, no matter what sex you are, should be part of what's problematic. It's not that we want to stop transgender people from becoming sexual predators. It's that we need to stop sexual predators. (laughs) I don't care what gender, race, sex you are. If you are a sexual predator, there should be things in place to prevent that. Mm, I agree. And I because I at Hampton University, I was going in for an interview. Dad told me show up early. So I showed up early, so that way you could go wash your hands with cold water, your hands aren't sweating, you know, you can relax a little bit. So I go into the restroom and start washing my hands and I look up and there's a condom machine on the wall. I'm like, man, this is progressive for Hampton University. We got a curfew at this school. So I finish washing my hands, I go over there and it's a tampon machine. And I realize I'm at the interview and I'm standing <laughs> in the ladies room, <laughs> which if I had gotten caught. <laughs> Now it puts me in a very precarious situation. Or if somebody had been sitting in a stall, you know, I did not have an intention of being creepy or wrong or bad. And I hope I wouldn't be prosecuted. <laughs> this is just a funny anecdote, you know, over my whole life. But if there were certain people in place when that happened, it may not have been because mm-hmm. they don't care about what was happening. They care about catching someone doing what they hope is happening. Anything you want to add in to close this one? Can we tease the next one? Oh, topics that we have coming up. Topics that
0: we have coming up. Questions we want to ask. Ugh, why is my property value so low?
1: Oh, you know it's because you're black. <laughs> Another question.
0: The man I described in the introduction as being so decidedly different. I got a chance to share not only what he has meant to me, to a generation What did I teach him? Can you hear me? Yeah And why Kanye ain't scared I'd rather deal with the shame take the weight of the lies Every time we talk I just wait for the lies Every time I get the food I just wait for the flies Look just in your prayers up They'll be waiting in the sky My, my, my pie. Was a hero after Katrina But that levee went dry with my dad like 75 But those you father, you bought yeah, your
1: yeah, stadiums for yeah, yeah. only soccer When a girl built on lies, the truth is a threat Faith over the fortune, it kept you out of debt With snakes and money pits that you ain't found yet Cookies behind a scene like you drowned yet yeah. Rain yeah. pills yeah. from the ranch to the whole town wet. God's grace rains down, that's the holy fountain Got 12,000 acres
0: full of holy mountains See you almost didn't make it, who